Fortnite is getting sued. DC's Titans, ridiculously good. And Zachary Levi peed in his Shazam suit? Uh, ew. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directives. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And welcome back to the Geek Underground. This is episode 27. My name is Dadpool, as always, with my lovely co-host, the Trash Panda. And you just found, like, literally just found something, <laughs> and you are sitting there, and you are ooing, and you are awing. What What did you just find? Well, so, for Christmas, I got you the, because you're wearing it right now, and I was just looking at his Warlock Destiny 2 hoodie I got him and it's super cool. It I came from hoodies. the PlayStation Gear store. And hey, quick question though. Yeah. Is, there, is there a point where you're too old to wear hoodies? I just hit 40. Okay. Now I don't necessarily oh, look 40, but, but, I'm gonna but is be, there... I'm going to be rude now. Screw that. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm wondering you're though, never too old. Is there a, a social age where wearing hoodies and V-necks, you've you just got to like wear the old people stuff? Do I have to start when wearing I old people into, stuff? I, right now, which you can't see, but I'm wearing right now, I bought myself a car cardigan and it's it's like a double knit cardigan and it's ever so warm but it's all star wars like it's little like tie fighters and the death star and like stormtroopers all over it's super cool it's black 80, and white. 80s, yeah it's super comfortable and when i walked into school everybody was like oh where'd you get that that's so cool i love that oh that looks so warm and i'm like did you see what's on it and then they're like oh it's one of the, it's one of those shirts where it's subtle but not subtle so you won't no. notice it right away but then they all liked it still yeah and and they're all like, where did you get it? And I'm like, I got it from EMP because they're awesome. And then I wear my like Star Wars dress into school and they're all like, that looks so cute on you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, look, it's little Imperial symbols all over it. And they're like, oh, that's still cool, but oh. It's a black stuff. dress and it has these little tiny logos all over it that are kind of faded, but you won't again see no, them on the unless, inside, the unless you look all though. Black. Yeah, it's all black. And um, on the very bottom of the dress, which is only about near like the fringe, like the, the little foofy bit at the bottom, the there is a, a really reasonable size, like, and they didn't have a Rebels one. It's only the Imperial one, but it's still cool the imperial like logo but then it has this cow neck that you can flip up into like a hood, a hood on a dress and on the inside there are little it's printed with loads of little like red um death uh, um imperial little logos yeah. super cool and it looks fabulous on me and i get to be nerdy at school and my boss loves it and it's cool because i can be professional and nerdy at the same time so a yay for all those things so, so you're a professional nerd is that I what am. you're saying okay now what, what did you just so find anyway, you found i was looking on the playstation store because i was just looking at sean's hoodie and i was like oh i really like that i'm just gonna see if they have the hunter one because i was thinking that's super cool you know then me and you can go out together you know you've got your warlock i'm a hunter super cool but they don't have the hunter one which makes me really sad but Whoa. scroll down to the bottom <laughs> they have a destiny 2 onesie <laughs> yes and what adult does not need i mean i i've been dying to get the pikachu onesie for years now and i just haven't yet and i think at really? some point i'll end up with a pikachu onesie although the kids really wanted to get you the chewbacca one it didn't have your size oh, we went to primark so and they only that. had him in like heezy size and he was just like i like the ones i got and i'm like okay <laughs> But they did not have one. And, and you I was know, so angry because I'm like, my husband can be Chewbacca. And you know at night when I just have to go to the store for a quick run to get something milkered, yeah. I would go in my Chewbacca onesie. You know that would happen. But look, it's so super. It's slick. I, I, I'm it's sorry. like a one big black onesie. You can and have it if you got, want it. I know because it's buy one, get one free at the moment as well. So I might buy one and get one free for you. So and we're we can send our both onesies. 
gonna go out. Well, it's freezing down here anyway, <laughs> so keep us warm. Actually, yes, right now it is uh, right on freezing. Yes. Which yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about For this. For our our destiny onesies. <gasps> when we go to like our our theatre trip, we can come back and snuggle in our onesies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we go see Ian McKellen at the theatre and then Lester. And when we go at camp, we're like we're onesies. Just walking around destiny camp in onesies with our mugs, our destiny mugs, and everybody's like, "Where are your mugs?" We're we like, do have really cool mugs. mugs. We have these aluminum. <laughs> when, when, when you go uh, to a camp, which we help run a youth camps. You can't take ceramic mugs with you. They'll break. No. So, so, so Libby found Trash Panda, found these uh, aluminum double-walled coffee mugs and tea mugs, and they keep it. They're amazing, and, yeah. and they're destiny, and they're awesome. So those are our, our official it, camp mugs. Because I bought a Star Wars one looking at it and thinking it's super cool. It's a tin cup. It's got, like, the Millennium Falcon on the side. Wall, though. Just but, yeah, wall. as soon as you put anything hot in it, it burns your hand. I'm like, I can't have this it's lovely and it's pretty and i love it but i can't use it so i found a couple of destiny ones we both have a destiny mug now so yeah now now we though have, have to, to jump topics here we have watched I, I think at least i have watched more tv in the last couple weeks than i have in a very long time which is really really bad but there's been so much good stuff that just came out with um if you haven't seen it yet we talked about it last week titans has now dropped on netflix i, I think only in the uk though i don't i don't think this is in america i think in america you could it's still not on netflix but they it's only on the dc streaming the DC, service yeah the dc even EU. though netflix made it which is really silly but oh my gosh this dc um, you know what? I have been bagging on you for the last however many episodes. How many years? Just oh years. Oh, my gosh. You have been bagging on DC, and I have as well. Oh, my gosh. They just haven't but put out other... What, other hold on, hold on. Other than the Flash TV show, which you still have to watch. I know. You promised you'd watch it. I will watch it. But aside from that, the last almost decade of DC stuff has not been good. No. Since the Dark Knight. Guys, thank you. It is everything a DC show should be, and it is definitely not for kids. It is a hard 15. Definitely. Oh, if yeah. not older, but for, for me, like if you're going to let your kids watch this, they just need to be, you, you must have really uh, messed them up already, desensitize the crap dropping, out of them, and then feel free to let them watch this. They but are if, dropping, dropping F-bombs. There is a lot, a lot, a lot of death and gore and and some... Um, sexy scenes too, but only okay. So so holy yeah. So the f bombs, a little jarring to hear Robin drop an f drop an f bomb, but not as jarring as hearing Professor X drop an f bomb in Logan. Do you remember when oh, Professor yeah, X dropped an f bomb? That was like no, Professor X doesn't swear. He doesn't drop f bombs, and and this was still Patrick jarring. Stewart doesn't I swear. Know. Well, in his other stuff, if you've seen some of his other comedies, he actually does a lot. But Duh. Professor X does not. No. Professor X doesn't swear. Uh, but Robin, it was a little jarring, but it fit though. Uh, it, again, it's dirty. It's very dark, but it's so so good. And if you love DC Ooh, and you love, it was good. Oh, it was really good. But the funny, the funny thing is, but that's that, that's where I said some of the sexy scenes comes up. But there's also a very um, dark theme of abuse, sexual abuse at the hands of an adult oh, towards to the a end. child. Yeah, towards the end, they bring um, that up. You don't really see anything, but you very much know it's going on, and it is. It is. It, it's alluded to very, very heavily alluded scar, to. It scars this kid. It yeah. really does scar this kid. But it's it's definitely a really good show. Again, not for kids. Cannot stress that enough. Not for kids. But it's everything that I have been waiting for, for DC to do. It's gritty. It's tough. And it's a great story. But the thing is, is that the one thing that disappointed me, and I don't think this is a spoiler, to be quite honest, because it's if you know anything about the Titans, then you know that uh, Raven's dad is Trigon. Yeah. Uh, which is basically like a big demon. He looks like Tim Curry in uh, Legend. In Legend? Like the with- 80s? cheesy tom yeah (laughs) he does i mean it does in the comics that's what he looks like he looks like a big demon with the horns and all the rest of it hellboy no because hellboy is actually nice but this is not this is like not nice at all anyway um so trigun is like bad 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 that's like Thanos bad. Well, he's like Ender of Worlds, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So it's kind of surprising. First season, and you're going after Trigon. I mean, you don't go after the big thing. And you mean 
where'd you go after that? That was what it kind of meant for me. It was like, where are you going with this? And why are you going after this storyline first? Like the biggest, I mean, Marvel built up to it over four Avengers movies and And how how many many others (laughs) to get to To Thanos. It's like Avengers one, Thanos world ends. Yeah. And then that's it. And then he can't be, I mean, so you're saying, oh, well we've beat Trigun, which I'm going to say by the end of the series, we're still into the story. I was just surprised they were going into that storyline straight away. Um, I don't know about a lot of DCs, though, kind of cosmic beings necessarily, because I know in Marvel, at least, you have the, the ancients, the builders that kind of seeded all of life. Uh, and then you even have the, the multiple dimensions that you can well, go know, to. So there, there's my... more bigger things you can go to in Marvel. I, I don't know what you go to next in DC, though. But my point is, is you beat something like this. And again, at the end of Titans, they have not beat Trigon. They have not. Um, that storyline is still ah. going on. Spoilers. Well, because no, that's not a spoiler. It's really not a spoiler. Okay. okay. Um, but you know, what do you go from there well, that, that when true. they do beat him? Because they, once you've beat, like, if you beat Thanos in Avengers, where do you go from there? Because you can't say, "Oh, look, now we're going to try and beat." Um, oh, I don't know. Who was who was the bad guy? Oh, Red Skull or something. Oh no, I can't beat Red Skull. I could beat Thanos, but I can't beat Red Skull. It doesn't work. Yeah, but they so, they, they have the secret wars they could go to, which is again the whole uh, multiverse type thing. And I really think that's how they're going to bring the X Men in. Finally, is through using the secret I'm, I'm wars talking as about, a gateway. Yeah, I know. But, 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 but DC, DC. No, you're, you're, you're right. Uh, and and I guess because they they are alluding to Raven's dad the entire series. So if if you just look up Raven's dad, you'll find that it's Trigun, and you, you'll kind of know who's coming in that but really on titans it is to me it's got to have like a nine i've got to give that a nine because that is a very very solid show uh and one oh, yeah. that i would recommend to again 15 and up but i would recommend it to more 18 year olds i'm not i'm not going to recommend this to any team that i work with if you are 18 and up I will recommend it to you just because, again, it's more the brutality, the violence. It, it, it is darker, but it's it's really, really good. You, you mentioned there were some kind of sexy scenes. There is one uh, sexual encounter that's kind of alluded to between Robin they and someone else. They're not very and, and then, showing Well, well there, there, there's two bum shots. It does show two bum shots of a male and a female in one scene, and that was really it. But still, it's something where they're alluding to a sexual oh, and scene a about to take naked, place. Two full naked, but that, that, That's dark. what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying um, yeah. in a scene. So you see, well, it's really still the bum shots that you see of both of them um the bum shots the, the bum shots the, 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 the gratuitous bum sh- the mel gibson <laughs> the mel gibson bum shot that was in every movie in the 90s that had mel gibson somehow he got his butt in a movie every and, every and lethal weapon movie he somehow showed his butt off i don't know why <laughs> mel gibson just walking around buck naked showing off his butt does he have a body double why would he? <laughs> Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. That was in Notting Hill. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> um, what else you got for me in TV, though? Because oh, so, we've been watching a gratuitous amount of yeah, TV. So gratuitous? I, that is not the word for that. Just a lot of TV. Yeah. So I've just finished uh, season three, I'm thinking, maybe season two. I don't actually know. It gets very convoluted, but I love this show, The Good Place. The Good Place is fantastic. It's so good. And I didn't really, I thought I'd actually watched all of the the last season and I found I'd missed two episodes at the very end, which must have just been put on there and I didn't realize. So you I just, thought you'd gotten to the end of it. Yeah. And it even felt like it, this is the final yeah. episode and there was two more? Yeah. <laughs> but they were really good episodes. Well, good, though. I mean, you get more so, of it. I always like that Oh, more. my goodness. There was an episode. Except for, except for lima beans. I don't want more lima no. beans. Um, Sorry, go ahead. So at the end of the episode, I thought was the very end, Janet took the four, um, the four main characters into her void. Which I thought that was the end. Yeah. She took Michael and and uh, all the rest of them into the void. Okay. But there was a brilliant episode, which was very fish in a barrel, but it was brilliant. Where You can't give too much away, though. People that haven't seen this, just let them. No, I just, know. Just but tell Janet, them it's good. But this doesn't tell them exactly why this happened or anything else. But Janet plays every single one of the characters. And does like the voices in the style of Jason and Tahani and she does it so well. This woman deserves an Oscar because even though they were originally in there like dressed as her, she made them all wear like their clothes 
but it was all her. And it is hilarious because she just does it so well. And it's a brilliant episode. But anyway, we got into a really good place with The Good Place. And it is hilarious. (laughs) And if you haven't seen this show, again, I would say this is a 12 and up show, personally. Um, The bad language, for the most part, is completely... It's kind of dubbed, in a way, because they can't... Why can't I say fork? Yeah, they can't can't swear swear, So they say fork and shirt. Oh. Shirt balls, I yeah. think is what she says. So, yeah, you're, you're allegedly in the good place and you can't swear because you're in the good place and it comes But it out. makes it all the funnier, I've yeah. got to say. It does. It what makes it really, really, really funny. Um, but it's a brilliant show. It's it's well-concepted. It's done by the same people who did Brooklyn Nine-Nine and a whole host of other shows that I absolutely love. So if you, have, you want a comedy on Netflix right now, it's called The Good Place. It's got Kristen Bell, which Kristen Bell doesn't go far wrong in my book. She's she's a pretty darn funny little lady. In everything that one thing she's in, yeah. In every, even that I one, what was that one? Her. One in Rome. I mean, I loved her in Fanboys. She does stuff, and she was in Frozen, of course, which we just should let go. Um, yes. But but she but she has done. Is she in the? I think she's in the newest Frozen. Yes, Frozen she Two. Is. She'll be the voice as well. Um, well, she's on her, so she can't really well, not be there. Unless they didn't have her. You know, they can replace... Hey, they there. replaced Robin Williams as the genie. They can replace Kirsten Bell in <laughs> Anna. But she's not. So anyway, okay, um, I absolutely good. adore this show. It's definitely one to watch. And the other thing I've been watching, which I know you hate, but I actually quite like it, and it's very um, on the line, and I understand some people might really think, why on earth do you watch this show? Um, there's a new season of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Boo. Yeah. Do you know what? I actually have a huge amount of respect for these guys. I do, but they're so catty. They, oh, I they're know. They're so mean to each other. Why it would is, you it so is an mean? absolute guilty pleasure. It really is. And the language is awful. But these guys are such amazing artists. It's incredible what they do. At least my guilty pleasure is only video game high school. Okay where it, it's teens playing video game. <laughs> video game high school is amazing. <laughs> it's my guilty no, pleasure. No, that is my guilty pleasure. I've got to say, it is, at the end of the day, my little guilty pleasure. But it's it's a really interesting show. And at times, but here's what made me really great. Share with me. Shirley was on as one of the oh, judges. Oh, Yvette Nicole Brown was there. She was on the judges, and she even went as far to talk about church and her faith on the judging panel. Wow. She stood up for what she believed in, and it was amazing. And more and often, you actually start. There was uh, another episode I was watching where this guy said, "You know what? I was brought up in a, cri- a really strict Christian house. My mum and dad support me, but you know what? I still love my God, and I still let Him decide what I do." And this is one of the uh, drag queens. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they don't shy away from god's truth in it and i don't have a problem with that i mean yes still the language is horrible and they can be very catty which is hilarious at the same time they can't be very catty they are all yes. the time every episode that oh, i hear they are total swearing shade, and cussing total and, tea. And it's, it's absolutely mean, why, why would you i would not want friends like that they're so mean you I would always, have friends like that what are you talking about well they're in america though they're not in england yeah so i, I don't see them all the time but in any case yeah it is a little bit of a guilty pleasure but thoroughly enjoying it unfortunately i just i do i absolutely respect it just 18 and up yes 18 absolutely up 18 and um, up the, the other one that well, actually I've got, I've got two more that i'm watching that, that are just if you are a geek and, and you love geeky stuff you should be watching these uh one is is the punisher now i know that this one really fits right in the, the, the titans line that we talked about that it's very dirty rough raw just dark it's violent it's brutal i mean it's a punisher film i mean the, the first episode it starts off with, with frank castle covered in blood driving in a van trying to get away smashing into a car shooting people up and then it flashes back to what what he was just getting i mean that, that's that's the opening like Does 10 he seconds even have a superpower no he doesn't he, he he is a very very efficient killer because he spent time in special forces as a marine and then of course you have your family killed right in front of you that's going to give you like i mean you, you can hit like a flea from 100 yards away now because you you're this has happened to you in a comic and you, you like that but again still a very broken individual but john bernthal he plays this amazing i mean he, he is truly this is amazing uh, amazing acting in this show and, and it's it just it's dark and it's, it's 18 and up def- yeah 
yeah, uh, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll give the very hard 15 and up. Um, and if you're a parent and you're comfortable showing your 15 to 16 year old stuff like this, letting them watch it, which you might not have a say anymore if they're 16, but uh, definitely. Oh, um, no, we're not going down that road. I, I won't get into parenting, uh, but but yeah, 18 and up really. But I think it's probably rated a 15 or so, 15 to 16. Do you know what I didn't realize? Last night, I put on The IT Crowd, another really funny show. That's rated 15. The IT Crowd is? Yeah. I have no idea why. No clue. English comedy. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you're like if you if you're into computers and IT. It's funny. Have you my, tried my, turning it off and off again? My, my brother's in IT and he loves that. <laughs> um, but, but the sad thing is this will probably be the last season of Punisher as Disney has yanked all of their lineup from Netflix. Yep. And there, there's no plans to renew any of those lines. Even though nope. Daredevil had amazing popularity, uh, the Punisher, so well acted, so well done. It, it is very brutal. I liked Iron Fist. That was the only one season, of those I really Season liked. two got a lot better, too. It really did get a lot better uh, because Danny Rand character, I can't think of the, the actor's name that plays him. I, I didn't really like the direction he took the character in season one. Season two, he really kind of came into his own and brought some life into that character, which was great. Um, but all of all of these Marvel series are getting yanked from from Netflix right now uh, in favor of the Disney Plus. And, and again, I don't know if they'll find a new home on Disney Plus because I think Netflix has these under contract for a while. So they may just stay with Netflix and we'll never see any future series. So hopefully, hopefully there's resolution. I just started season two of Punisher. Hopefully there's some resolution here um, to that, I guess, would be. Now, the one we're not going to talk about this week is um, Star Trek Discovery. We still, we've been so busy. We're so excited about it. (laughs) We are, but we've been so busy. We got so into Titans. I'm going to make a little confession. I watched the first like 10 minutes of it. Okay. And then I stopped because I felt so bad. Thank you. I want you people, everybody <laughs> listening to know this is a series that we watch together. There are other shows we watch separate. Well, no, because the problem Discovery was... Discovery is one we watch together. You, uh, I'll explain why. Okay. So last weekend we were up at Size It's a Christian conference why. center. We were doing kids program. It this was a lot of okay. fun. Um, but the internet there is pretty spotty. And so I got my iPad and I downloaded... Um, the episode of Titans that I wanted to still watch because we were watching that one separately. And then I grabbed the episode of um, the first episode of Star Trek Discovery so that we could watch it together. So when we went to bed and um, we kept getting in bed so late because of events yeah. that were being run that we and didn't so get a chance I went to. And I, as every night I have to get in a bath because part of um, medical conditions, you don't need to know anyway. So it just I helps finished, relax and loosen muscles. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I finished watching um, Titans and of course no internet, no way I can watch anything because nothing else is downloaded. So I watched about the first 10 minutes and felt so bad. I was like, no, I can't watch anymore. I could sit here for a lot longer and watch the rest of it. I'm not going to because I, I hope feel that's bad. not at your consciousness for the last week. It has. Do you not feel good about the fact that I felt bad and I stopped watching I, it even though good. I love that show? Deserve that. Deserve that. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. We will have some reviews for uh, Star Trek Discovery on our next episode. Uh, but we there's only one it. episode in. We, you know, we want to give you a bit and more I think than that, one that, that is a weekly anyways. It's it only is. Netflix. A lot of times will drop content all at once. This is a weekly release. Yep. Star Trek Discovery. I think it's because it's following the TV release as well, right? Because yes. it's, it's on, on that. Well, no, it's on CBS, CBS All Access. So yes. it's not actually on TV. You have to have an online no. subscription. And they only release it on that weekly. So it's still kind of like a weekly show but i kind of prefer that because i find that when i consume content a season in one day i have no comprehension of that season and and i used to love the build-up and anticipation of waiting for the next episode as much as much as i want that instant gratification right now the thing is i like i I like waiting i also get bored with some seasons especially if it's something that's been it's kind of hard to watch and it doesn't have any levity to it i end up being kind of like I've got to stop this for a while because I just can't deal with it any longer. Um, whereas other things, if it's week to week to week and I can keep up with it and watch those episodes week, you know, every so often, I actually end up watching the entire season. Some All of it, at so once. I mean, so some shows I can do that with, like The Good Place. I just been, I mean, the first season we did watch week to week, but then they've started just dropping whole seasons, and I did binge that one and I enjoyed it, but. Some some seasons of stuff I've been like, uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, oh, 
uh, Daredevil. I could not get into it. It was just too How could much. You not go through Daredevil. Just too much because I actually like the movie, and you keep making fun of me for it. <laughs> the world is making fun of you for it. Nope. The Ben Affleck Daredevil is like the bar at which all badness is set. I mean, that is a terrible movie. No, it's not. <sighs> Never agree on that one. Nope. Um, I, I, I know. Won't. I know one that that you also kind of were turned off from is one that I'm going to talk about right now is Lucky Man. It's Stan Lee's Lucky I'm Man. I'm not turned off by but it. But you had to stop watching. You said, and I had to. Fi- I finished season one. I finished season two. Now I don't usually like cop procedurals. It's it's not. I don't like cop dramas. That's not something that I generally like. But 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 Stanley, this is a Stanley created produced show because it has a wonderful Stanley twist in that there is a magic bracelet in it which uh, imbues the wearer luck. Um, now, we've talked about Domino recently, right? That Domino, her no, mutant but power we, is luck. I actually went and got, because just really quick interjection here, iTunes has a fantastic sale on this week, only this week, where all loads of movies are like three quid. Seriously, three quid HD, three pound yeah, movies. Yeah, but we're going to post this on Sunday, and that'll be right after the, the sale ends. Deadpool 2. So I, I actually got Deadpool 2 because... Much as the language is terrible and the violence is pretty bad, there's actually no sex in this one, which is quite nice. So it's not like we hadn't got to fast forward through like sections of the movie. But you finally got to see Domino in action. And so you see her luck power do at you, work. What do you think about the Thanos versus Domino now? Uh, well, I, I told you before, I, th- I, th- I think I think even online we posted this as a, uh, yeah, a vote. Who but do- you hadn't seen it yourself. So what do you think? Well, I, I still th- I still think the same thing. I still think that Domino would luck her way somehow into beating Thanos. Yeah. And, and that, that's kind of I mean, if, if you have the power of luck on your side, which is the ultimate thing. And that's really so. So that's what this is, though. So Lucky Man, though, I'll, I'll go back to Lucky Man yeah, with this yeah, thing, yeah, explain okay. the luck thing. It's based around a cop who's had a rough time of life recently. He's a gambling addict separated from his wife, and he hooks up with a woman who slaps a bracelet on his wrist. Now, he doesn't know what it does is first, but it gives him ultimate luck. And soon he finds out he could sit down at a roulette table and pick the same number seven times in a row. And that number would fall because it actually changes changes what's happening around him. It changes to suit his needs. Now, what makes this really interesting to the show interesting is that luck always has a way of balancing it out. So when he gets lucky, people around him, you know, it's essentially a, a blessing and a curse because the, the, the luck balance, it's like the yin and the yang of it all. And so he, he, he kind of is done with this. He's trying to get rid of it for a while, but, but still Stanley even has a cameo. Now I just started watching this. I know it's on season three now, but seeing then Stanley in a cameo in the show, it just he was in the underground. It made me smile. I see Stanley and he's smiling and and it was amazing and gave me the feels seeing, you know, after he's passed away, seeing Stanley uh, doing his thing for probably one of the last times yeah. he's gonna do it. But uh but but it's it's a really, really well done show. Uh, it's called Stanley's Lucky Man. And if you enjoy things that are kind of Marvely DC geeky, but but not. It's it's just it's just kind of like again. It's kind of like the the clothes you were talking about that that, that are very subtle in the way that they they express their geekdom and your fandom. Um, and that's what this show does. Is is it's enough geekiness to keep me really excited about it? Because again, a cop procedural I would not normally want to watch, but this mm. one I'm just drawn into it. Uh, and, and it's been really really good so far. So I've really enjoyed Lucky Man. And in the realm of TV, even though I guess what I'm talking about with Netflix isn't TV, but I always consider Netflix a TV provider. I don't yeah. know why. They're always that, – that's what they are. They, even, they do movies, but still, they're TV. Um, Netflix has actually just released numbers. They don't usually do this. Netflix doesn't tell you numbers as far as their viewerships or their account information. Okay. But, but they just let us know that 80 to 83 million accounts watched Bird Box. That's massive. Do you understand? I don't know why anybody... I still I kind just, of want to see it, though. I mean, it's Sandra Bullock. I, I love Sandra B. You know, um, you don't actually see the thing I know. It's, it's more of a suspense than a horror. But but, but think about 83 million people. If, if that was 80... Now, that's, and typically, that's, that's an account. So in a general Netflix-type scenario, you're going to have a family or at least two people watching Netflix at the same time. So if there's 6 billion people on the planet... Well, but just think of it in terms of movies. So that's like... What ten percent of the no no, no. It, so let's, let's say it was a hundred million five percent ten percent would be 
a uh, hundred million of a billion. So for six billion, we're it's kind of fractioned down quite. But but, oh, but okay. still, um, you, you figure at least two people watching each time. Average ticket price of twelve dollars at a movie. You have one of the highest grossing movies of all time. If that many people went and watched this in, in the movie theaters, I don't know if it's that good of a movie. I haven't seen it yet. About everybody else that I know has seen it. Uh, but still, um, I guess props to Netflix and and Sandra B for making a pretty. Dang good. You know she's movie. doing something else at the moment. She's just picked up with Netflix because uh Netflix are um she's producing something which is a Mark Miller comic series called Reborn. Frank Miller? No, or Mark, Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Okay. Um and it's about this 83-year-old woman who dies and goes to this um heaven Place. for want of okay. better word but it's where magic and dragons and all these other things are and she finds all of her family but she can't find her husband and then she's huh. now reborn in this you know she's young and youthful and all the rest of it so now she's going to go and find her loved ones on Adistria, which is where they all are and, and when is this coming out um so the story was written in 2016 um by mark miller and apparently it's they're making it and Sandra Bullock is going to be, I, I thought she was actually going to be in it, but they're actually, she's producing it. If it's in production so, right now, it'll be a very late 2019 or but early it's 2020 being directed type by show. Chris McKay, um, who did the Lego Batman movies, done robot chicken. Okay. He's done With Seth green done. I love um, Seth green. He's being looked at to do dungeons and dragons, blah, 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 blah. I mean, he's, he's done a lot. Um, but yeah, she's going to be, um, she could be starring and she could be doing the whole producing that's thing. That's great. Which is interesting. Yeah. But that's for Netflix as well. Yeah, Netflix. They're up to 139 million subscribers worldwide. But then you figure 83 million watched Bird Box. You've got almost 60% of your base that watched a singular title. It's, it's just really incredible. And, and I don't know. To me, it just shows the dynamic of how our consumption of entertainment and media is shifting. We aren't going to the movies as often, and when we do, it's reserved for what the, the Marvels, the Fast and the Furiouses, the Godzillas, like the the epics that are they need to be watched with the special effects on the big screen. And, and I don't know. While most people aren't going out as much, they they want more and more content to consume at home. And I, I think that's where Netflix really is going to start thriving in, in these next in these next five ten years uh, more so than they have because I mean you really think about it this is not a world anymore where we sit down at, at a certain time to watch a TV show this is not the world of ten years ago where in America at least the world revolved around the living room where you had the TV and from like six to nine o'clock that was dad's domain right where he sat there with the clicker in his hand and you watch the shows that were on at certain times that, that's not how it is anymore and, and netflix you know they've come out recently though even and said that things like fortnite are their biggest competitors because what it comes down to now Ugh, what fortnite. It, i know but what it comes down to now for for these uh media providers is is screen time and where more uh more people watch netflix on mobile devices than they do on tvs and so when, when you think of what is watched on mobile devices, you have YouTube, you have Netflix, you have Amazon mm -hmm. Prime, you've got video games, things like that. Uh, so to all of these social media giants or just these media giants, it comes down to just vying for a piece of that screen time. And that's all they're trying to do right now is get that little piece of screen time. And that's where our world is, 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 is uh, how much of that screen time that people spend on the what, that six to eight hours a day, which is the average now, six hours, eight hours a day. On mobile devices, uh, how much time can they get? And Netflix says Fortnite is their biggest competition, which is more so than HBO, <laughs> more so than Amazon Prime. It's Fortnite. And that just shows, I mean, the the cultural phenomena that, that Fortnite is right now. Uh, whatever. Isn't Fortnite being sued right now? They are being sued right now. And Good. I, I know, but I've, I've been reading up on this. I've been looking a lot into what's happening here. Uh, and I looked at what, because these people that have these dances, they're trying to come at Fortnite um, and say they, that it's copyrighted, it's intellectual property, and they're suing based on that. And the more I look at it, though, the more I don't think that they have, I mean, they, they have a leg to stand on, but it's not a very strong leg. I actually found a clip here from a, a lawyer that was talking about this. Let me let me play that for you right okay. now, uh, just on the difference between something that's copyrightable as a dance move and something that's considered a social dance. 
something. In my own personal view, as someone who has litigated many, many copyright issues, I think the defendants have the better argument here. To me, if the phrase social dance, the exception to the copyright clause, is meant to have any meaning whatsoever, I think it's meant to include the dances at issue here. I think that Congress intended to create a differentiation between a large choreographed work and just a social dance like the waltz. Maybe the Macarena would qualify as well. And I think these short dances would qualify as social dances that were meant to be performed in public as opposed to being a copyrighted work. After all, we don't want copyright law to allow artists to sue anyone performing their dance moves in public, wherever the young people are performing their dance moves. Clubs, sock hops, I don't know, wherever you people hang out. So this is untested and could go either way, but I think that the defendants are likely to win as a matter of law. So, so what do you think about what he has to say about what's classed as a social dance, which is something that these no, dancers sorry, make? No, to... sorry, it's, it's, it's wrong. He's wrong. Because oh, he's Fort a lawyer no, that's no, litigated no, no. these cases. I know he's saying that. But the point is, is that Fortnite is charging people to buy these emotes, these e-dances or whatever you want to call it. And because they're earning money on it and it belongs to somebody else and it's somebody else's intellectual well, how, how property. How does it belong to somebody else? It, it, it's a social if dance. If they created it then you know what? If you're then going, oh, look, because like Heezy likes the floss, okay? Fair enough. And then he, on the weekend, he actually did it with the ribbon, which was pretty awesome and it looks great. Oh, the video okay? show with, with the ribbon was pretty yeah, amazing yeah. with him. So on that. he's That's doing cool. the, the flossing with a ribbon, which is So should is he awesome. get sued then? Should he get sued for doing no, that online? because he's not charging for it. Now, if I was to go online and then to charge people for them to watch my son doing it... Well, let me ask you though, if, if you, then that should be, if you post things on YouTube, if you are a YouTuber and you have enough views on something, you will get paid by YouTube for the videos you're posting. So you're saying then these artists have the right to sue the people that might floss and then make some money from YouTube. Now, now all of a sudden, because this social dance is being used for them to make money, that these are, these people no, can because sue it them. Comes, it becomes different. If as long as it's the same with playing a piece of music, if we play a piece of music on here, then royalties have to go to that band. Well, music is different. That is fully copyrightable, but a social dance is not. And, and, and that's where, I where, don't where agree. this, this law I is I do falling. not agree. I do not agree. You know what? I think if, like when I got so excited the other day because I saw um, the Arnold J. Rimmer... Um, the emote, yeah. The, the emote on Destiny. And I thought that was brilliant. It was so funny. It made me laugh. I was like, man, they've picked a Red Dwarf one. Great. But they're not charging me to get that thing but you have Had to buy the game to get that emote and so that's where it could fall yeah back. but if as long as they're saying right well then a portion of those royalties that go from that need to go to the artist that i haven't got a problem with that but i'm sorry Fortnite, i've made you know what? They're not looking after their community properly. They're not doing the things they should be. There are most of the players are really not very nice. And Martin was the one who said that, not me, because I refuse to play that game. But not only that, but they're allowing kids to play these games, which they've said this game is a 12, 13 it's and a up. 15 and up. Yeah. 15 and up. 16 and up. Yeah. Okay. And you have got, I've got kids in the class at school and younger. And you work in primary, play, you work in primary I school. I work at a primary school who are playing this. When we're doing our warm up in the mornings, when we do our dances and warm up to some just few pieces of random music, they are literally doing Fortnite dances in the classroom. Yeah, well, and, and I agree about that. And the fact Do that these kids should it. not be playing, but to me, that falls on the parent. That's now the, the parent's responsibility in that case. And, and as much as I would like the, these people that, that their stuff has been copied by Fortnite to be reimbursed in some way, I really don't think they have the leg to stand on because if this is ruled in the their favor of those that are suing Fortnite, it could open up lawsuits for, for just people online that are flossing for fun or dancing for fun or doing the Orange Justice or things where they might make a couple bucks off of uh, YouTube for the couple thousand views or the 10,000 views they get. Uh, it, it just is not, it's not a good precedence that could be set if these people end up winning the cases. And even Alfonso Riviera, he, he worked for NBC. NBC owns his character. Okay, I, but he doesn't I have don't, any claim I to don't, that. I don't, I don't, I agree with that. If NBC wants to go after it, NBC can. But these are some of these players, you know, some of these guys are 
not, you know, they've they've made their names doing that. And then some stupid game comes along and goes, oh, look, that's cool. And everybody will like that. So I'm going to nick it. And then I'm going to charge people for it. Fortnite is going to make them more popular than them making Fortnite more popular. So it's something where I think as as the person oh, in question I'm here, all it's just making you more Fortnite popular. Fortnite losing all of their money I know. and having to go the way of the dodo. I just, <laughs> oh no, please. Okay, give, no. give me some movie news here, here Trash Pandas. Tell me okay, what you so going into, um, I've got to do this really quickly. Uh, the Oscars coming up soon. And you know what? I'm really, really, really happy because um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is up for best animated film, which is amazing. Up for best film. I like it. No, best animated film. It's still up for a best film. What I do not like is in the best picture, we have got Black Panther. Now, it's the first Marvel movie to actually be nominated for a best picture. I know, it's probably your and least you favorite know what? one. <laughs> Come on! It's, it wasn't a bad flick, though. It wasn't watching it a second time. It wasn't It wasn't a bad movie. I couldn't make it through the second time. I, 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 don't... I tried. I couldn't sit through it. And I'm sorry, it's not a racial thing for me. It really isn't. I just didn't enjoy the movie. Yeah, I really don't see how it's up for a best picture. I, I didn't think it was that good of a it was good. Avengers, um, ugh, what is it? Infinity War was a better movie. It was the special effects were better. The storyline well, was better. It's, the it's acting was so much better. And I'm sorry, I just didn't like it as much. And guess what? There were black people in there, and I want that one up for a. Ugh, well, Infinity stupid. War is up for Oscar. It's up. It's, it is up for. I think it's special effects is yeah, what it's up for. Yeah, or visual but effects. I just it's but Black Panther being the first superhero movie to be put in the best picture it just makes me want to hang my head and just be like what are you doing academy but if into the spider verse doesn't win the best animated picture against the likes of wreck it ralph too which was it was it was an an okay movie when you compare it to the first one it, it was definitely a step down on its own it was an okay movie but into the spider verse better win this oscar yeah yeah well carrying on with um Avengers, we've got a, a weird thing come up. Uh, Catherine Langford, who is best known for a role as Hannah Baker in um, 13 Reasons Why, um, she revealed late last year that she got a secret role in Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I but heard she's about this. just really dyed this. her hair and it is red. Now, she looks very much like. Black Widow when she like was younger. Like a young Scarlett Johansson, maybe? Now, I don't know many other characters apart from um, Medusa who've got the really bright red hair, really. And there is the time travel element. There, there's there a is. really heavy time travel so element in this. There is now an interesting thing of, is this, is this going to be a young Black Widow? Is that where we're going with this? So anyway, but there's a picture on um, Instagram of her with her red hair. It does look remarkably like, uh, yeah, could be a, a young black widow. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> there's no that she's just dyed her hair red and it was obviously for Endgame. So here we go. We don't know. Um, other than that, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Um, but what did you think of that one? I, I know I just bought that one. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love the music and well, of course, Rami Malek. Uh, yeah, well, I've loved Queen ever since I was a kid. I mean, goodness gracious. A lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon now because, oh my gosh, Bohemian Rhapsody, yay! And Brian Singer, you know what? It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's a rough movie, not going to lie. R- rough in terms of what? Um, heavy drug use, heavy alcohol abuse, um, a lot of sex so a typical um, rock and roll type behind the scenes look of any any uh, band yeah well freddie mercury um i think i put to you last night he was a drugged out gay lush that was also a genius okay <laughs> yeah i mean i mean uh, that's, that's where a good it description comes to of, of... um you know it's in terms of looking at his life, it's really a really interesting look at this guy's life and where he came from because I actually didn't realize that his name wasn't actually Freddie Mercury. His real name was Farouk. And his parents um, weren't, uh, he kept getting called a Paki in the, which is people from Pakistan. That's okay. a, it's a derogatory term over here. He wasn't actually from Pakistan. Um, 
but he has that ethnicity. I thought he was just British. I didn't realise that he wasn't, you know, English and he was actually of, you know, Asian descent. I didn't realise that at all. But the music was great. Watching them work in the uh, studios was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But it was, for everything, everybody keeps telling me how wonderful this movie was going to be and all that. I was just kind of felt like underwhelmed by it. Okay. I'll be honest. I enjoyed it. I'm glad we've got it. I'd probably watch it again. And like I say, I cannot fault Rami Malek's, um, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. His acting Malik, because, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, the facial expressions, the fact, I mean, he, he's working with but, an overbite the entire time and his voice, he is pulling off Freddie Mercury like nobody's business. But I didn't realize Freddie Mercury had that kind of darker skin. So Freddie Mercury was a, a darker yeah. skin. So is that why they used Malik as, as an Egyptian yeah. kind of ancestry Absolutely. type? Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was a really, really um, interesting look, but it kind of felt almost like a documentary rather than a movie. And, much as I love Queen's music, I really do. Um, they went into a lot of how they processed the music and where it came from and why they did it and everything else and how they did it, which was brilliant. But then it left, I, I guess I, I, went, I wanted more of some of the other things they did because it was all about the music and the stage stuff. But it was like where, you know, they produced the two whole albums for movies, uh, Flash Gordon and for The Highlander. And although they did use the song Who Wants I to Live Forever. Immortal. Yeah. I love that well they song. used the song, you know, <laughs> Who Wants to Live Forever, which was after they you know, he can he finds out he's got AIDS. And um but it was like why didn't we go more into that, I guess? You know, why couldn't we use a bit more of that? And it's Brian Singer who does the X-Men and it was, it was, I didn't find out till afterwards, actually it was Brian Singer that directed it. And of course this morning he's been accused of, um, sexually abusing five oh, boys. Oh, Brian Singer has now? Yep. Oh. Yep. Um, so it, it was, uh, it was a good movie. I wouldn't let the kids watch it. Absolutely not. I would what type happily, of kids are you talking about? That I would, would happily watch put a 15, if not higher on it. I okay. don't understand how it got a 12 certificate. Um, I think it needs to have Is it just an for, the, older, for the drug use and yeah. the behind, behind the scenes look because of that all? Because it is very in your face. That makes sense. It is in your face. Um, and it's just the way. I mean, it's got a brilliant ending to it where they actually, he goes back to his family and all the rest of it and he kind of calms down and apologizes to the band and all that. But it's kind of it is kind of troubling um, to watch at times. So I would very much recommend a, for me, even though it's got, I think it's got a 12 rating, I would put a 15 on it. Wow. Okay. I just had one bit of movie news I wanted to touch on, mm -hmm. but actually before I get to that, I just wanted to point out that literally as you were finishing up, I had a notification pop up on my, on my screen that Matt Smith uh, is joining the cast of Morbius, which will put him uh, in the Sony cinematic spider kind of verse uh, alongside possibly Venom in, in the next upcoming installment. Nice. So, yeah. So Matt Smith will now be joining the, the expanded MCU, which is kind of the Sony MCU. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but that's, I love Matt Smith. Matt Smith is a great, is a great yes. actor. Um, but, but the, but the one bit of a uh, movie news that I had was just around Shazam. And, and I found a clip of Zachary Levi and he's talking about his transition from Marvel to DC to how that happened to, and I'll just set it up with this, that uh, the question that was asked him was, was he disappointed with how he was, kind of unceremoniously killed off in Thor Ragnarok. So yeah, look, in the in the in the midst of it, uh, you know, Taika Watiti is such a talented director. I was very happy to go and, and reprise Fandral even for a day mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, in in Ragnarok. Um, just to work with him and to go see Chris again and uh, and um, and the various people that, that came over from from the dark world and also you know to die at the hands of Kate Blanchett is you know if you're gonna die die at the hands of Kate Blanchett um, but yeah it was 
it was a bummer, you know? I mean, I felt like, oh my God, I got this, I got to be a superhero. I got to be in this, in the comic world of movies and then wasn't really utilized and then I was dead. So it was a bit of a bummer. All that said, like you, like you just mentioned, in hindsight, you know, if I hadn't died in that movie, there's a chance that there's a good chance that I never would have gotten Shazam because I, my contract would still be active with Marvel and who knows if they would have all of a sudden if I was testing and they would have been uh, no we want to hold on to you because we're gonna go put you in this and then have Thanos snap his fingers and turn me to dust later I don't know uh, it, it it all you know people say everything happens for a reason uh, you know I don't I don't want to be so trite as to just shuff it off as that but 100% it worked out in my favor yeah. and such an amazing favor. I mean, I I can't think of another superhero that I would rather play. And there's a lot of superheroes over the years that I have really thought, oh my God, if I could just play that character, if I could just play that character. And I wasn't even really aware of, I knew Shazam very, very uh, cursory in passing. Right. Um, but didn't really understand that it was essentially the movie Big meets the movie Superman. And I get to play a 14 year old. Like, I'm a man-child. This is the greatest. <laughs> I barely have to act half the time. It's the dream. And you just be enthusiastic and, like, be stoked to be a superhero. That's another thing. A lot of superheroes, you know, there's so much, like, gravitas and they're moody and they're like, oh, I got to go save the world again. Uh. And, you know, Billy Batson and, like, maybe Peter Parker, those are the only two characters that I know of in, King, in, in comicdom that are just beyond stoked that they have these powers and they want to go run it like I can fly I can fly you know it's it, it, it you get to the wish fulfillment that's in the movie is also the wish fulfillment of me in my own life which is you know the parallels are are beautiful <laughs> I love that if you're gonna die die at the hands of Kate Blanchett I, I, Zach Levi is one of the best people in Hollywood well, when you look at what this guy does and who he is and how he presents himself and the charitable work that he is a part of, Zach Levi is truly just an amazing human being. And I love the fact that he gets to be Shazam. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm semi looking forward to it. And later and later in this uh, interview that he had, he goes on to say how excited he is about working potentially. Potentially, he was asked the question of, are you excited about the possibility of working with all of the characters in Justice League? And he just becomes like a 12-year-old girl. I was like, come on, please! Because, oh man, that would be so much fun. Like, you know, the youth of, of like Ezra as the Flash. And, and me as Shazam and the way that we would be kind of goofy together, but also, you know, I'm a 14 year old and you got Wonder Woman there and like just having a total crush on this like essentially older woman. Uh, and, and like, how do, you, how do you act cool when you're, you're crushing on the most beautiful friggin' woman of the world who also happens to be a, a goddess, uh, an, an Amazonian <laughs> goddess. Um, you know, and trying to act cool around Superman and Batman and all that stuff. I mean, I, I, my brain was just immediately going to all those possibilities because I think it would be a hell of a lot of fun. It was just fantastic hearing Zach Levi talk about just his his love of all things oh, geeky. Oh, Zach, please he is such don't. a geek. Oh, no, I would don't. love. Come on, uh, no, Zach. Do you know what you should do as Shazam? You should go and punch Superman in the face, and then you should just go and kind of Shazam Batman because he doesn't need to be there anymore. No, but him and Ezra Miller would get along so well. They yeah, would, they would race great. each other, and he'd arm wrestle Superman. Okay, you can leave Superman alone, but you know what? You you do what Robin said, and and Batman. Yeah, you can go kick Ben Affleck in the junk. No, we we still love. I mean, uh, he, Ben Affleck did all right. He did he did an all right job as, as Batman. He did, but we just don't need Batman anymore. No. Batman's useless. I wouldn't say he's useless. But he's when, useless. When you compare him to the 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 absolute power that Superman and Shazam carry, and what, what's funny is Shazam actually in the 30s, Shazam outsold Superman. I mean, it was it was the hottest selling superhero mm. property was Shazam, uh, and Zach Levi's going to be amazing. Okay, we need to get onto game news really quickly because do you have we're running news? out of time. I do. Oh, okay, but it's Zach Levi as Shazam. Kingdom How can we... Hearts three is coming <sighs> out. Did you hear about the the Kingdom Hearts three themed hotel? that you can get in Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so amazing. So I, I want to go to that place. Up... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Tina Fey, love you. Yes. Um, I just picked up um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and the 2.5 remix. And talking to Martin, who's a mega, mega, mega Kingdom Hearts fan, because I've never played it. Um, he says, oh, you should watch um, Birth by Sleep and play that one first. Got onto the first boss. Cannot defeat this stupid thing and i cannot figure it out looked online 
They tell me how to do it. Cannot do it. First boss. So and get, I can't kill it. So get good, Trash Panda. So then get I went good, and did... Trash Panda. <laughs> so anyway, I've been playing it a little bit. I'm enjoying it, but it's very, very wordy for me. So, and I can't like skip through any quicker, which I would like a kind of like even like a fast forward button on like the story stuff. Cause I just get into playing the game and actually kind of figuring it out. And then there's like 50 minutes of storytelling it's that I can't 50 control. Minutes. It feels like that. And then I forget everything I'm supposed to be doing because it is really confusing. Kingdom the Hearts is a good story. It's fun. You get to build your own gummy ship and beat stuff up with a key. Yeah, and, but oh. there's nothing there's, Oh, it's just really frustrating. But anyway, Kingdom Hearts 3, I know a lot of people are excited about Wait, is it. is that out this week? Yes. Next, No, early next week. Early next week, yeah. Okay, so by the time we'll post this on Sunday, it will be out then, I think, on the Tuesday. Is that when the video game releases I are? I think Or Wednesday? So, I think so, yeah. Okay, well, some sometime in this coming week, if you're listening to this right when we release it. Yeah. Um, then the other thing that's um, coming up which well it's not really coming up but it's going on at the moment we've been i've been playing a lot of destiny again because we've been working on stuff in destiny and i've got a little bit of a rant little tiny rant as long as it's less than a 30 second rant you can have a rant okay so we've been playing an awful lot and the other day i was playing gambit which is um pve and much as I love Gambit and I get some, I either get a really good, oh, stop it. (laughs) I get a really good team or I get a bunch of blueberries. I learned that term this week, blueberries. I have to play with blueberries now. Usually it's me who's the noob and it's not, I'm not the noob anymore, which is quite satisfying, I must say. But anyway, I was playing with a bunch of blueberries and I got an exotic Engram drop. Now that doesn't happen very often and I was super excited because I'm like, am I finally getting Queen Breaker? Come on. No. I get Hard Light, which I've already got three times. And it's an old, like, year one Destiny 2 type drop. So, and, like, yeah. I want the Queen Breaker. I don't even like fusion rifles. This thing is so jacked that you can be across the map and take a like a random kind of like as long as you shoot in the, in the direction of who you're shooting you at, die. They die. <laughs> it's such a broken and by weapon. By the time but I get it, I know they're, they're going to nerf, nerf, it. They're the gonna nerf thing it, so, so <laughs> badly, and it'll be completely useless. And I'll be like, oh, it's just another fusion rifle. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. And this week they're offering the King's Breaker skin, which looks really cool. And I'm like, should I buy it? No, because I don't have Queen's Breaker and I'm probably not going to get it until they nerf it and then I'm not going to want to play with it anymore. Oh, it's you, not fair. Oh, you mean the weapon ornaments for yeah. the Queen Breaker. Okay, I thought you meant for like you, you personally, this, this skin no. you could get. Okay, so for the Queen Breaker. It's sucky and I, I don't know. like it. And I'm like, where's my Queen Breaker? Bungie, if you can hear me, I know Activision are no longer over you and, you know, not your evil overlords anymore or whatever you want to call them. Your evil but- overlords. I want my cream breaker, dudes. I want it. I mean, I understand I've got to work for Wishbringer. I understand that. I get it. But it's a random drop. And I have had the same random exotic drop like five times now. It doesn't matter if I go to Xur and go and spend my hard-earned legendary shards that are almost next to... Gone now. I still can't get Queen Breaker. But they won't drop. Zuri will never drop year two stuff. Now, the the one reason why I do, I like the exclusivity of the guns. Like, that. I mean, I'm, I'm double. I really want it, but then I like the fact that it's hard to get. I, I don't want everybody to have it. So when I do, no, I so don't. when I do get it, I want to be like, okay, I have something but now that nobody else. My problem well, is, is the have. only people I see playing with this darn guns seem to be really really good players and then i'm getting killed with it all the time and i'm like oh they're they're not good players they just have the queen breaker and can shoot across the map and and incinerate you without even aiming well it it does suck but my name um, is techno sugar bungee and i want queen breaker okay i will i will send you kisses (laughs) give me queen breaker i want it (laughs) and me too deadpool AKA Tasmanian fleet, but Deadpool, I want it too. Um, 
<laughs> I, I think are we you wrapping need, up now? Yeah, are we done? you need okay. to come play with us on uh, Destiny. If you'd like to come play with us, we, we are, are noobs part with of attitude. The NWA noobs with attitude. Um, our lovely, lovely moderator Sunil, who uh, we play with on a regular basis, and he's uh, based out in America, will be happy for you to come and join us. We're a really active clan. We get lots of engrams. It's pretty cool. It's all good fun it and. Is. He's Tasmanian Flea, I'm Techno Sugar, and we often time spend some evenings playing as a clan, play doing us. stuff. And I still want to raid, so come raid with us. I'm going to share one more thing about Shazam. So Zach Levi was talking about the suits, which reportedly cost a million dollars per suit, and he has 10 of them made. A million dollars per suit for his Shazam suits. If he ended up taking one home after the the filming was done, he was like, no, I couldn't get away with that. But I did pee in each one. (laughs) I I, I think he was tongue in cheek saying that he just marked his territory. It's just Zach Levi being Zach Levi. Uh, And if you see Shazam, you'll understand Zach Levi. Um, Or if I've seen Chuck or anything with Zach Levi, you will know he is a 12-year-old boy trapped in a 40-year-old body, which is why he makes the perfect Shazam. What man isn't? A 8 to 12-year-old boy trapped in an adult body. You are all the same. No, some are just simply immature, and some have that childlike essence to them. I am one of those, and so is Zach Levi. We are kindred spirits in our childlike (gasps) wonderfulness. Ooh, my last bit of nerdy news, because I have to, have to, have to talk about this. Well, do it. Because it's always my thing. I was very excited this week on, uh, this is regular, like, regular news, um, so they managed to get a photograph of something that I'm very excited about. Bigfoot. No. Loch Ness. No. A UFO? No. Oh, what? Her name is Deep Blue, and she is the biggest oh, recorded great white shark. You and your and sharks. she was in Guadalupe Bay, and I have a picture of her. It was CGI. It was no, CGI. She's over 20 feet long. Yep. And she's pregnant at the moment, but she's really happy. And she will let people swim up to her and swim with her. A great white shark. You can hold her fin and she will carry you along. And she's a big, great white shark. She rules. She's better than a dolphin. I want to swim with her. She's amazing. (laughs) She's so pretty. She is trying to lull humanity into this false sense of security so she can have the ultimate buffet when we're all out there swimming with her. Pretty, pretty. That's what she's doing. Oh. Because she's going to spawn like 50 babies that will just devour everybody around her. Oh, she's amazing. I love Deep Blue. And I love her name as well. But um, the other thing is, is that just really quickly, uh, because we talked about sufficiently advanced magic and how much we love that book book and how it's good. Book two is out and the audiobook is out it's on the shoulder of titans it's by andrew Rowe, and it is so good so far really enjoying it so far i know you haven't really listened to it yet but i've been watching punisher well and titans worth and lucky man listening to or reading if you can get a copy of the book and almost andrew Rowe, star trek discovery uh the sufficiently advanced magic series and the second one's on the shoulder of titans well you people are beautiful Yes, you are. <laughs> we love you. You're guys. just as beautiful as Deep Blue, the lovely twenty foot shark. No, that shark will eat you. No, she is lulling pretty. you. She just wants you she's to think so it's pretty. safe to swim with her, and she will. She's eat got you. like these lovely goldy sort of <laughs> lines and all these spots on her, and she's got lovely loveliness. She's gorgeous. Uh huh. She's my new celebrity crush. Uh huh. I'm telling Katie Sackoff, you said that. Because we're going to see Katie Sackhoff in March. <gasps> yes, we are! And I'm telling her that, that she's Ooh. been replaced by an animal. No, she, Katie's, Katie's always number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, mate. No, Finish, um, finish. You said we're finishing. July, LFCC just uh, announced a load of guests, including Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa I am is taking coming him in. like a 24-pack of Guinness. He will be and my best then, friend. And then we're going to take one of those things where he's hugging me and getting all kissy and with me. me and then he's kicking you away. Uh, but I've got Guinness, so he'll be hugging both of us because I have Guinness for him. No, he'll be like drinking a beer and going, <laughs> get out of here, mate. I've got the girl in but the beer. But then I've got more Guinness. I've got more Guinness, Jason. Take my Guinness and love me too. Maybe you can kind of like be on your knee presenting him with Guinness. Like, please love me. And yeah. He's just kind of like, I got the girl. I got the Guinness. Mm. <laughs> or maybe he'll be like hugging you and then sending me back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Just because I have the Guinness. All right. Well, guys, we love you. We don't, do. Don't forget to be awesome. Please remember that you are amazing as you are. I tell my son this all the time, too, that he is he's my favorite little dude. He is awesome because he's just amazing because of who he is. We, we are all awesome. You guys are all awesome as you are. Um, just just don't don't bend to, to what you think people please, want out of you. Please, just be please awesome. Be unique. Be yes. yourself. And it's okay if you like dabbing and flossing because you genuinely like it. That's okay, even though I can't stand dabbing. Flossing's not so bad, but dabbing, no. But if you don't like something because, you know, you don't like it, but all your friends are saying, it's so cool, so cool, you should like this. You know what? Don't do it. Don't be like kids that are doing that weird Fortnite dance where they basically let loose their arms and smack them into their chest and basically sit there for the next that half an hour one. complaining because their chest hurt so much. You know what? Fortnite should be sued for that one. Probably. Because it's hurting children. Yes. It's like causing kids to actually no, harm themselves. No, kids are dumb. We've talked about teens be dumb, doing Tide Pod challenges. Kids be dumb. Okay? Yeah, but they're allowing kids to be dumb. So anyway. Oh, kids are being dumb because be they're dumb. Be unique. Do your own thing. Be your own person. Be the person that you were created to be. And like the things you like. You know what? If you want to be a nerd, be a nerd. If you don't want to be a nerd, that's okay too. But you know what? I love the fact that I get to go into my school with a bunch of kids and I get to be nerdy and show off my nerdiness. And you know what? The kids love it. The adults think it's fun. And I like being me. Don't forget to be awesome, guys. Be unique. And dream of pizza. Bye! (laughs) The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.